Welcome back to another episode of the Ville Chillin' Podcast, part of the Villain ENT Network. My name is Aaron. My name is Jack. And just a reminder, we are on all major podcast services from Spotify to Apple, Google to Stitcher, etc. Check us out there. Give us a follow or a rating. It really helps us out. And uh, definitely please consider subscribing to this channel or leaving a comment on a video. Um whether it's, you know, just suggesting a different video or anything, whatever you want us to talk about related to Louisville, Kentucky, just drop us a comment. Uh, also, don't forget to subscribe to our other Villain ENT channels, Ville Grillin' and Ville Gaming. The Grillin' one is definitely lackluster, lost some footage, but the gaming one, Jack's going hard. Got the, oh, yeah, I was rocking some Tony Hawk the other day. I got a got pretty a really nice, awesome combo, didn't you? Yeah, but then then I fell. So well, yeah, I'll get them next time. Either way, <laughs> check out that short. It's pretty funny and it's really really quick. Um, <laughs> so yeah, with that, today's episode actually continuing the Louisville businesses series. I guess that we we filmed an intro. of a few weeks back and now we're kind of taking a deeper dive so expanding on the businesses we already talked about yeah so that list kind of hit the three major topics on this site there's major employers and then there was um top private companies and top uh, public sector companies so today we're just going to be talking about the major employers and we basically because it's a pretty long list we can't touch on all of them but we will be touching on all of them who employ over 10,000 people, I think is where we kind of drew the, the line. So we got these top six here. And the goal is to just kind of run through, give a quick history, mostly a history of how and why they're in Louisville. And um, I guess kind of what still keeps them relevant as a Louisville business today, you know, what's really kept them going. Um, making them Louisville's largest employers. So um, depending on how long it is, I do want to preface that this could be a two-part series. <laughs> we we don't really know how long this is going to be. So with that, I guess, do you have anything to add before we jump in? No, let's... Oh, All right. So the top employer by a pretty large margin is definitely UPS, United Parcel Service. Uh, not surprised there. Yeah, definitely not surprised. Uh, twenty five thousand ninety. It's obviously that floats, but twenty five thousand people. That's a lot. That's a lot of employment, just for you know the greater Louisville area, um, and a lot of money generated just off like income tax and stuff. So, I think everyone's either worked at UPS before, or know somebody that has, or or are working at UPS right now. I mean, that's... pretty much if you live in Louisville. I mean, Jack Harlow even calls out UPS workers in right. a song, so right. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of shows how ingrained they are in Louisville. Um, so the company itself was actually founded in 1907 as the American Messenger Company, and through multiple mergers and acquisitions over the years. The name ended up being changed to United Parcel Service in 1919. Uh, carrier services were expanded around the world and, you know, around the country over the years coming to Louisville in 1963. So 1963 is when they pretty much started opening, you know, shipping hubs and stuff to deliver locally. 
1980, UPS opened the first major sorting hub in Louisville uh, to be transported by aircraft. And so something that I found interesting when you're talking about flying stuff, especially flying packages, the location is important because we're like the westernmost point of the eastern time zone. And so what that does is by plane, it allows it makes most of the U.S. accessible in less than three hours. Like on average, they can get to almost any major point in the U.S. in two and a half to three hours because I mean, of that time zone crossover. I never would have thought of that. That's um, I never would have either. Definitely like the location as far as like the the uh, logistics where we are makes sense. But the time difference, like I never would have thought that came to play as much as it does. Exactly. Yeah, I definitely didn't either. And so UPS Airlines, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of UPS, was actually opened in 1988, and that's what is headquartered here in Louisville. The the UPS Airlines, which handles all the jets and everything, that is headquartered here in Louisville, even though I think their main the main UPS headquarters is in Georgia, I believe. Um, so growth of the UPS hub has grown a lot over the years. Uh, the Worldport project was completed in 2002, and that expansion cost a billion dollars and expanded the hub to 4 million square feet, which is double its previous size. Um, a third expansion completed in 2010 increased the size to 5.2 million square feet. So that's that's a lot. And, I mean, I remember those, you know, growing up around here, having friends who... It's like it, it was announced UPS was expanding, so they had to start buying up houses around the airport. Um, I knew a couple families who got money to move so that they right. could buy the property and expand. Mm-hmm. Um, so the UPS and its ever-expanding Worldport have created jobs for, again, over 25,000 people. And that's like current employees. That's not how many people it's affected over the years. Like you were saying, somebody like everybody's either worked there or has thought about working there or is working there. Right. I got my uh, my cousin went to um uh, was going to the UPS night shift and that paid for his uh, college to get through mm-hmm. like speed speed school and he's uh, yep. like an engineer with uh LG now, or uh GE now. So yeah, like it played a big role for him. <laughs> and they have really awesome partnerships with JCPS and U of L. The, to help people with that and so the location of louisville has always been a huge factor considering logistics just in history right from like 1800s to to now because of the highways really the the spaghetti junction where i-65 i-64 i-71 are located so not even talking jets that allows trucks to just quickly jump on any highway and be headed west be headed north be headed south you know um pretty easily Uh, so louisville has always been a major thing there but then that doesn't even account for barges along the river and railroads you know so we really do like a whole like land sea and air type thing (laughs) absolutely business and yeah we hit all of it as far as logistics go Mm -hmm. and um i even read that a lot of when ups opened their world port here a lot of businesses smaller businesses especially who had the ability to moved here um or at least their their warehousing operations moved here so that they could be closer to 
getting those packages out to people as fast as possible through the world port. That makes sense. So pretty crazy. Definitely shows why they're here, why they've always stayed here. And I mean, I'm sure they've received various tax incentives and stuff, but they, I think it's really an important thing because they have just kind of chosen to stay here. I don't remember reading. I definitely didn't read anything about it. And I've never heard of like, oh no, UPS might pull out of Louisville. Right. Um, which we've heard with some other major businesses here. So, well, and I'm curious about the history as far as, uh, the world port, uh, expansion back in 2002, that was right after or during, I guess the, Louisville Metro merger, mm. right? So I wonder if that played a role in, you know, maybe those tax incentives or something from the expansion was able... We're guessing here at this point. Right. It's, just, it's interesting. It's something I'd like to look into. Just curious. Yeah, we can definitely go back to any of these that we talk about today and take a deeper dive into any of them. Um, I find it interesting. And so just some random facts. The, the world port here is 5.2 million square feet which is about 90 football fields 7.2 miles around the perimeter they sort about 416,000 packages per hour there's 33,496 conveyors in december they move about 4 million packages a day that's what i was gonna say those numbers are different during peak peak, <laughs> peak season yeah that was always a fun time uh, it's a 13-minute average sort time for a package, so from the time it's unloaded off of one plane or truck to making it to its next can or truck to, to be shipped out, about 13 minutes, which isn't bad at all. Uh, 125 aircraft parking spots. That's a lot of aircraft to be able to house it just, just in the UPS part of the airport. Uh, 70 self-park aircraft docks. I don't really know what that means by self park, but again, these are just some random facts. They got I found. seventy of them. <laughs> they got seventy of them. <laughs> I'm wondering if it's ones where it's like a big enough area where they don't need to be taxied by another vehicle to the parking spot. They can just pull up um, in the plane because it's big enough. Um, about 300 flights arrive and depart daily. There's flights every single day of the week, and it's the world's largest automated package handling facility. So I did not know that. Yeah, it, it's huge. That's why it's such a big deal, and that's why they they employ 25,000 people. Wow. <laughs> um, I knew it was big, but I didn't know it was the biggest in the world. I mean, that's so like that's competing with like China, India, like all these countries with like huge populations. But they don't have like one consolidated package carrier, I don't think, like UPS, you know what I mean? Right. Um but I mean uh, I'm just curious like this is interesting. I mean, like we like the, there's a reason handled right here, you know. There's a reason UPS ships packages for other carriers. <laughs> like they got the system down and wow. they got the the infrastructure in place. Um a lot of mail you get has probably been through the USPS system at one point or the UPS system at one point because um, they move a lot of stuff for the postal office. Um, I also saw another article <laughs> where UPS, like the hubs were pretty much compared to like a crazy like indoor conveyor belt theme park because <laughs> when stuff's running in there, 
it is like it's just packages just flying down chutes and all long belts and everything else it's kind of crazy it's like a bunch of roller coasters and mm. water slides for packages so ups definitely a major player here and uh hopefully continue to be for a long long time um next up we got jcps so the jefferson county public schools and they actually have a pretty rich history dating back to the early 19th century um the louisville public schools began in 1829 now notice i said louisville public schools on April 14, 1829, the Louisville Mayor and Council established a public school for children under 16 years of age. And on August 17, 1829, a school was opened at the southwest corner of 5th and Green, which is now Liberty, in the rented upper story of the Baptist Church. And then in September 1830, the first public school building in the Louisville Public School District was opened at the corner of 5th and Walnut, now Muhammad Ali. Um... So JCPS, so again, not the Louisville Public Schools, but JCPS traces its origins to an act of the legislature of Kentucky, which established a system of common schools in the state in 1838. Um, official reports begin with the 1840 annual report of the superintendent of public instruction. And the common schools of Jefferson County reported that 30 schools were districted previous to 1840 so that's a pretty quick movement to get a lot of schools up and running um sorry um so the louisville public schools there we go and the jefferson county public schools merged april 1st 1975 into what we now know as the jefferson county public school district because um, they were separated before. And something I didn't know that I find interesting is that you can actually request access to the JCPS archives by contacting like the Archives and Records Center uh, if you have like research purposes. Mm -hmm. And they'll help you dig into some more. So they don't have too much public other than that. I mean, of course, I could have looked up statistics of how many kids, how many teachers and all that, but... I don't think that really plays too much into what we're getting to here other than it's notable that they employ almost 15,000 people. So that's a lot. And um, I mean, it's, it's obvious what's kept them here. <laughs> you know, it's a public school system, but for the public school system to be the second largest employer in the city's I, don't know, I just I find that interesting. I didn't expect to see the school system that high on the list. Right. I mean, that's really cool. I mean, that definitely means you know, with them employing that many people in the community, you know, the community is involved in our education. You know, like we are, you know, absolutely part of it with that being employed there. I mean, that's um, especially when it's second to the main. You know, the only thing it's second to is the the biggest uh, package handling you know facility in the world. So that's, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Exactly. Um, yeah, you got a point. <laughs> coming second to that even if it is by 10,000 is still pretty pretty substantial definitely um so the next uh major employer is one that's kind of near and dear to my heart I guess Norton Healthcare employing almost 14,000 people 
And of course, the reason that's important to me is my mom worked there for however many years. She was from the doctor's offices to the actual emergency room. She was a Norton employee for a long, long time. She worked at Cozair at one point. I mean, she was all over the place. So you, you hear Norton, you th- you probably thought it was a family friend back in the day because you just heard it so much. You did, you're <laughs> going to see Norton. Okay, mom, see you later. Go see Norton. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that's cool. Um, Norton Healthcare was actually founded in 1886, um, and it was named by Mary Louise Sutton Norton, and was originally called the John N. Norton Memorial Infirmary in honor of her late husband. So basically what she did is she gave her home to a group of women called the Home Mission Society of St. Paul's Episcopal Church, who was raising money to build a hospital in Louisville. And what they ended up doing is they sold the the Norton home and took those proceeds to create the infirmary. And Norton Healthcare's site states specifically, Faith Heritage has guided, guided its mission of caring for the sick and injured in the Louisville community. So they were founded by the Episcopal Church, and then many of the hospitals that they've kind of absorbed over the years were founded by many other faiths, such as, you know, the United Methodist Church, Catholic Church, Presbyterian churches. Like Okay, that um, makes sense. That's... Yeah, so they just consider them considered a full faith heritage. Okay, and so just... like when you hear St. Mary's and all these other hospitals local here, uh, the the church the the names come from the churches that helped establish them okay that's really cool yep um so norton healthcare is a kentucky healthcare system with more than 40 clinics and hospitals in and around louisville kentucky and the hospital and healthcare system is louisville area's third largest private employer with more than 140 locations throughout greater louisville and southern indiana the Louisville-based not-for-profit system includes five Louisville hospitals with 1,900 licensed beds, seven outpatient centers, 17 immediate care centers, um, over 17 employees, over 1,500 employed medical providers, and approximately 2,000 total physicians on its medical staff. And so some you might have noticed that 1,700 employees and 2,000 physicians don't add up to 14,000, but you got to think that they have their own, uh, like, uh, they, they do food and stuff for the people. Like, those aren't technically medical staff, so that's why that those numbers were low. That's, that's specifically every, medical staff. Everyone. So, uh, Norton has many major service lines from their Cancer Institute and Heart Care Center to Neuroscience and Sports Health. So they really, they've they've done a lot here. Really cutting edge. And I mean, of course, yeah, the children's hospitals, you know, Cozair and everything is a pretty nationally renowned children's hospital. Mm. So um, in 2021, Norton Healthcare was named by Healthiest Employers as the 10th healthiest place to work in the country and has twice been awarded an honorable mention for the C. Everett National Health Awards. Um, in 2020, the five Louisville hospitals and Norton Cancer Institute were named LGBTQ healthcare equality leaders by the Human Rights Campaign Foundation, earning a top score of 100 on the healthcare equality index for the third year in a row. So I think that's also really important to mention. Um, not to 
go too deep into this or anything, but a lot of times when you hear faith and religion, you you're going to be a little surprised that they're earning awards for LGBTQ healthcare equality. That's, and so that's that, awesome. it's really cool that they just care about the community. They just want to help people and heal people, mm-hmm. um, which is really cool. So that's Norton. Again, they're, I've always gone to Norton. I'm pretty sure I was born at Norton. My daughter was born at Norton. <laughs> you know, my mom went to Norton when she had cancer. Of course, she worked there, but they're good people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I've got nothing bad to say. I've heard other things, but in my mind, they're they're a top employer for a reason and everything. So, all right. Um, I guess with that, uh, do you have anything you want to add? Mm-hmm. That wraps it up, I think. All right. That's good. I guess, again, with that, if you like us, like our video, consider subscribing, consider and give us a thumbs up. Again, drop a comment and tell us what you did or didn't like, or if you completely disagree with our assessment of something. Um, We're here to learn as well as just kind of spread as much information about Louisville as possible and why we are such in the position we are in the state of Kentucky, I guess. You know what I mean? So... With that, as always, be blessed. Bless someone around you. See you all next time. We'll see you later.